good evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is Wednesday, October 26, 2016. We're broadcasting live from our studio in Harlem, USA, New York City. And welcome to the show. We've got a great show tonight. We're going to help you understand yourself, enhance your relationships with the wisdom of the world's oldest personality type system. Our special guest this evening is going to be Dondi Dahlin. And we're going to talk about her book, The Five Elements. And it's a very interesting book. Uh, it's an ancient Chinese uh, a personality type system that uses water, wood, fire, metal, earth. And I think there's one other. Metal, earth, fire, wood, water. I guess that's five. So, uh we're going to bring her on in a few moments, and uh, let's start out by talking about what's going on out in the world today, and then we'll get to our Guys, Guys, Guide segment, and then we'll bring on our special guest. Uh, very quickly, uh, October 26th, we've got Halloween coming up. It'll be crazy this weekend with the costumes and the whole scary clown thing. Halloween itself is on the 31st next Monday. Hope all the kids have some costumes. I heard that the Hillary masks are outselling the Trump masks. According to some grandmother research, the election, as we know, is, uh, you know, it. I was hoping it would be like next week. I mean, we're ready to have the election now, and now it's going to drag on another two whole weeks of this. And uh, I was just watching uh, some of the news broadcasts, and uh, they're saying now it's tightening up again. But who knows? Uh, probably be, the election will probably be closer than people expected. Um, and we'll see where everybody lands on this thing. I mean, what can you do in two weeks? I don't know what WikiLeaks has in store. I don't know if the Clinton campaign has some bomb, another bombshell. They've been holding back just in case the drop on Donald Trump. And uh, it looked like uh, Hillary was going to coast in. And then the new Obamacare rates came out, and a lot of people are furious about that. And, you know, the whole Obamacare thing, it's a great concept to have you know, to have uh, affordable health care, but it doesn't have a single payer. And I think he had to make a deal with the devil, meaning the insurance companies, and they got 20 million more customers and they're still controlling the prices. So what else is different? So the government's got to kind of wrap their arms around that. I mean, this is one of the only, it is the only really major country in the world that doesn't have university health care figured out. There's always some flaws in it, but where we were going, just think back a couple of years ago, where, we're, where we were with health care and the costs were skyrocketing anyhow. Now, at least some people have health care who didn't have health care. At least you can uh, not be turned down for a pre-existing condition. And people very quickly forget that. Uh, the prices, you know, they're controlled by these companies. And unless the government sets up a single payer option, we're going to keep running into this and the consumer is going to get uh, taken advantage of as usual. You know, you talk about choice. There's not that much choice. You know, you really think about it. You look at, you know, for the phones, you've got AT&T and Verizon. Now they're buying up the content companies. ATT is very close to purchasing Time Warner. What's that going to do? Not only will they own, and I saw the two CEOs of AT&T and Time Warner on the news the other night saying, this is a great thing. It'll lower prices and everything. Are you kidding me? AT&T would own not just the delivery system, but the content. They'll be able to charge whatever they want. It's just going to be them and Verizon. And uh, the two of them get together and say, hey, time for rates to go up. Rates are going to go up, and we don't have anything we can do about it because they're going to control the delivery system and the content that we watched, everything. So uh, got to be careful about that. Secondly, we've got the World Series happening. We've got two losing teams involved. We've got the Cleveland Indians, who have not won a World Series since 1948. We've got the Chicago Club, Cubs. I don't think they've been in the World Series since uh, 1908. So very long waits for both teams. I think it's 108 years and like 60 years, something like that. But we're going to get one of the losers is going to become a winner. Last night, Cleveland jumped out in front. They have a very good pitcher, Corey Kluber. He threw a shutout. They're up 1-0 because they won the game 6-0. They play again tonight, but listen to the show first. Uh, 
that's the big things going on right now. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my special segment called Guys, Guys, Guys. You know, the whole Guys, Guys movement, it's all about when men and women can be at their best. It's all about better men, better world. And the whole started with my novel, The Guys, Guys, Guide to Love, available on Amazon and all the e-tailers and some bookstores. And you can get the physical copy or a digital copy. You can help me out by picking up a copy. Uh, My blog then is robertmanni.com. On Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness is my weekly blog on my website, and there's lots of videos there, and uh, you can get three free chapters of the book there. You can hook up with me on Facebook, Robert Manny Author, Twitter at Robert Manny, YouTube, Robert Manny Author. We've got lots of videos and all podcasts for Guys Guys Radio, and we're approaching our 200th podcast. Uh, You can get them all for free and listen whenever you want, and that's one of the great things about podcasts on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio iTunes, and of course, Blog Talk Radio. And this week's Guys, Guys Guide is going to focus on a blog that's coming out, blog post is coming out tomorrow, and it's about five, five ways to jumpstart your day. And, uh, you know, a lot of people wake up in the morning, they're not in a good mood, takes them a while to get going. Uh, they're not a lot of fun to be around until they have their coffee. I always think that caffeine's a, caffeine's a little bit of a trap. I gave up caffeine about two years ago, and I've never looked back. I had never had a decaf coffee in my life till two years ago, and now I'll never have a regular coffee again. I had one by accident from a coffee machine at a business meeting I was at last week, and I almost started flying around the room. But caffeine is a trick because what happens is you need your caffeine in the morning, and then you need more and more, and then what happens is by the time you get to the evening, if you've been drinking coffee, you know, up till about six o'clock at night, you can't sleep. And then you wake up in the morning tired. And what do you need to get your day going? That cup of coffee again. And there you go. And then you get, it just keeps, you're like a hamster on a wheel. So anyhow, I have over the years as a guy's guy, we're always looking for new ways to improve our lives and to make this a better world. So I've come up with some ways and I've tried lots of different methodologies, but I found some tricks and techniques to jumpstart my day every morning. So I'm going to share them with you right now, and then we're going to bring on our special guest, Dandi Dalin. So first thing I do when I wake up is I get into alignment. Everything that we are is about frequency. I always look at it as, uh, you know, we're a spirit that's inhabiting a physical body. And, you know, eventually we'll end up shedding that body, but the spirit will live on. I've gotten the free, I have to say, I've gotten a free education for all the different, from all the different guests I've had on Guys Guys Radio. And I've come to that, that summation, if you will, that we're really not a body housing a spirit. We're a spirit housed in a body. And it's important that we get in line with our frequency. And the frequency that we want to get in line with is truth. What serves our highest good? What's, what, what are we all about? So the moment I wake up, Many times before I even open my eyes, the first thing I do is I say either out loud or to myself, I am aligned with truth. And if I do nothing else during the day spiritually, at least I've done an affirmation that lines myself up with what is in my highest good and what is in my truth and the truth. And from there, I go into some uh, meditation and uh, affirmations going through every aspect of my life people in my life, situations in my life, both good and bad, and it uh, takes me about 10 minutes or so, but the time, by the time I'm done, I actually feel physically better, mentally better, I feel lighter. So it's one of the things I do is alignment, affirmations, and some meditations early in the morning. And again, it doesn't take long. When I get to the kitchen, I do number two, which is I swish with organic coconut oil. I take a, spoon, a tablespoon of organic coconut oil. I swish it around in my mouth for 20 minutes. And I spit it out in the trash because you don't want to spit it in the sink because it's viscous and it could clog up the sink eventually and the pipes. And then I rinse out with salt water. And what the coconut oil does, you can Google this stuff and look it up, but it helps uh, reduce the inflammation. It kills a lot of bacteria. It's an antiviral. Coconut is very good. For coconut oil, organic coconut oil is very good for a lot of things. You can mix it with castor oil and put it on your hair, put it on your head if you want to you stimulate your hair growth. It kills funguses. It, it's, it's antiviral. You swish it around your mouth. It will kill thrush. It will actually 
pull out some of the inflammation from other parts of your body. And uh, so I do it every day and it's really helped me. In fact, I had a, uh, a very sensitive little growth on the bottom of my foot, sensitive to the touch. And since I've been switching with coconut oil, the growth has reduced itself probably by about 75% and it's not sensitive anymore. So it really does, and I attribute it to the switching with the coconut oil. So it really can help out, in my opinion. I'm not a doctor. You do what you want. I'm not going to, you know, guarantee the results for everybody, but I feel it works for me. Number three, after I've swished and I've gargled, I uh, will then have a glass of water on an empty stomach, and I'll either put a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in it or some bentonite clay. What the clay does is it helps uh, go through your intestines and colon and it pulls out, it attaches to toxic particles and it pulls them out through your colon, heavy metals, fungus, whatever's in there. And eventually, if you do this for about a month or so, it'll actually, um, and again, this is from my own personal research, do your own and uh, decide if it's right for you, uh, that it'll clean out your colon. Um, So I do it. I believe it works. Uh, You can be the judge for yourself. A apple cider vinegar also uh, will help you um, uh, with your blood pressure, will help with your cholesterol, and will also help, as does the clay, uh, balance your um, alkaline in your system. So reduces the acid, help the alkaline. After you drink the uh, water with uh, apple cider vinegar, vinegar, though, make sure you uh, you know wash your mouth out and brush your teeth because they're you know apple cider vinegar it, it, it is acidic. Um, even though it functions as does lemon water to reduce your acidity, it is an acidic product. Then I do a little bit of exercise. I like push-ups. I've been doing push-ups since I was 12 years old. I still do like this morning. I did 65 push-ups. I do good form. Then I hold myself in the plank position for the count of 200. Then I grind out five more push-ups. I do this uh, probably about five times a week. On the days that I run, I don't do the push-ups. But otherwise, I do it. Maybe I'll take one day off a week just to rest the muscles because I'm getting older now. That's it. But do a little exercise. Some people might want to do some yoga. Some people might want to do some stretching. This is what I do. And I do stretching also. So that's number four. And number five, after I get out of the shower, I'm pretty hungry. So I put together a shake, a power shake. And that's all I have for breakfast. And it lasts me right through lunchtime. And sometimes I even just have a very, very, very light lunch. So in my shake, it's really it's really concentrated. I have almond slash coconut milk, uh, half a banana, a powder called Green Vibrance. It's a plant-based superfood. It's got all kinds of good stuff in it. Green Vibrance, it's called. Uh, I take a handful of goji berries, which are very high. One another superfood, um, organic strawberries or raspberries, maca powder, raw cocoa, organic wheat germ, and a few ice cubes and a little coconut water again uh, on top of that. And then I take some raw vitamins and some organic supplements with my shake. Turmeric, vitamin D, raw one vitamins for men. It's a supplement, vitamin C, flax oil, uh, and a probiotic, which has Saccharomyces boulardii and MOS. It's a super powerful probiotic to clean out the yeast and all kinds of stuff like that from your gut. And then I also take two arginine with a one pine bark which uh, also helps with your uh, oxidizing your blood. A lot of athletes take that. So I do those five things first thing in the morning, and then I feel I'm better and better and better. This works for me. I'm not saying it works for everybody, but I know that having some type of routines and rituals to start the day off can help you out. So if you want to read about it, we're going to, uh, we're going to be doing that. Uh, blog post is going to go up tomorrow, and then we'll take it from there. Let's get to my guest, uh, Gandhi Dalin. And uh, her book is The Five Elements, and I just finished it today, and it's all about uh, the Chinese uh, uh, tradition, if you will, of uh, measuring personality types by these five, uh, these five elements. And uh, she's really a special person. She's an author, speaker, internationally acclaimed dancer, actress. There's some great stories in the book, by the way. She's met some really cool people. Uh, and teacher, she co-authored the Little Book of Energy Medicine with her mother, Donna Eden, and she heads up the Teach the Teacher program for the Eden Energy Medicine Certification Program in Phoenix. She teaches the five elements at New York's Omega Institute, 
and at the Eden Energy Medicine Workshops around the world. She lives in San Diego, and you can find her at LearnTheFiveElements.com. So I'm going to bring her on here right now. We're going to talk about her and the book. Good evening, Dondi. How are you? Good evening, Robert. I'm good. So happy to talk to you. I'm calling from very warm 95 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, and I know you're oh, in wow. New York. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten a little cool here now. We're getting into that little crisp fall. I actually, for the first time today, I pulled out a little scarf and put it on when I went out late this afternoon, and now it's dark out and everything, so we're getting into that, you know, the the, the deep fall season because we had 85 degrees last week and now all of a sudden, bang, it's going to go down in the thirties tonight, but I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> well, I'm jealous of you. I love the cool weather. I, as you said, I live in San Diego and the only thing that I miss about San Diego is that we don't really have seasons. It's always sunny, always warm. <laughs> I know I have, I have relatives in uh, uh, Escondido. Oh, and, yes, uh, to, yes. And Temecula, and uh, so uh-huh. I love going out there to visit. Yes. So welcome to the show, and uh, congratulations on this book. Uh, not only is it a very informative book, but you have some great stories in there about meeting Omar Sharif and Miles Copeland and other people. And uh, let's get started right at the beginning. I mean, how did you kind of uh, uncover this ancient um, tradition, if you will, for identifying uh, personality types, because a lot of people, as you mentioned in the book, know about Myers-Briggs and things like that. But this is really interesting. And I went through and I tested myself, and we can talk about that in a little while, but it's really fascinating. So how did you kind of come up with this? Yeah, so I didn't come up with it at all, but I was raised in it. My mom is an incredible healer. She's a natural healer. She's a pioneer in energy medicine. As you said, her name is Donna Eden, and she teaches nine energy systems in the body. She teaches this all over the world. So some of the more familiar energy systems to listeners may be the chakras, the aura, the meridians. Well, one of those nine systems is the five elements. And the five elements is a health system. And it's also a personality type system. Believe it or not, it's about 5,000 years old. Although Many people don't know about it here in in the West. It is becoming more and more popular now. And people are just delighted to be turning on to this system that is so insightful and helps you deal with stress, helps you do better in relationships, helps you to predict predict health challenges. So I was raised in it from the time I was a little girl, and I started noticing as I became an adult just how much it had helped me in my life. I had a tool. I had a tool to help me through all of my different jobs and careers. And as you said, I write about those in the book, The Five Elements. I had this tool to get me through difficult relationships, whether that was with a boss or my sister or my uh, boyfriends at the time, whoever it was. I had a tool and I started thinking 20 years ago, oh my gosh, I really want to write a book on the five elements so other people can have help like I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, so the five elements are water, wood, fire, earth, or metal. And yes. um, I guess what we should do for our uh, listeners is have you kind of break down a quick overview because it's a new way of, you know, these are new, these are old terms, but the uh, terms uh, relative to personality types are a little bit different. And I had a couple of eye-opening moments. And when I went through the testing, I'm like, well, I'm a lot of this and I'm a little bit of that and I'm some of that. And then I added up all the, all my scores and I said, well, here's what I am. We can get into that. But tell us a little bit about the characteristics and the differences between water, wood, fire, earth, and metal people. Yes, great. So I'll do an overview of each one, starting with water. So the water person is your person who is very creative, very intuitive. They speak rather slowly. They walk rather slowly. They're really the person who is soaking up the meaning of life. They aren't a hurried person. Even when they're late, they still aren't rushing, (laughs) and they're often late. (laughs) They need their own space. They 
really dive into whatever it is that they're working with in life, whether that's in music or the arts, oftentimes it is for a water type, music or the arts, or they're in their job. For instance, they have a project in a job. They're going to take a little bit longer with it. They're going to dive a little bit deeper with it. Whereas the next element, the wood type of person, is going to do things very fast. They're almost the opposite of a water type. The wood type of person does very well under pressure. They do great with timelines. They are very confident that they can get things done, and they do, and they usually do it quicker than anybody else. They're very efficient, and they're usually urgent to get on to the next goal. They want to do the next thing. They see the big picture and they're going to conquer it. By the way, every element has an archetype which helps to understand them. Mm -hmm. So for the water, it's the philosopher. For the wood, okay. it's the pioneer or the warrior. So they're going to do things mm -hmm. first. Then the next element is fire and fire people. Ah, oh, they're the life of the party. Life is a celebration. It's fun. It's happy. It should be enjoyed. Even if there is something serious happening, the fire person will take that seriousness and transform mm -hmm. it into something enjoyable for everybody. They're very positive people. They're optimists. They like everybody to feel good. And their archetype is the wizard or the life of the party. So that is the fire and moving on to earth and metal, just to give a little overview of the five elements, the earth person is, oh my gosh, they're this beautiful caretaker. Their ar archetype is the caretaker or the mommy, whether they're a man or a woman. They have this very feminine, um, tender, sensitive, kinesthetic uh, approach to people. They're devoted they're loyal. They want to connect with people. So whereas a wood is on a mission doing things on their own, earths want to do things with others, whether that is at work or in play. They really enjoy people. The metal element is the fifth element. And the metal element, they are that person who's often misunderstood because they're very calm, cool, collected, and they're they're often stoic and seem detached from others. They have a lot of reverence about them. They're really on a solo journey as well, similar to the wood, but woods are on a mission. Boy, they are on a mission, marching forward. The metal meets life where it's at, and they allow life to unfold very organically. They're often spiritual-seeking people, though not always. Sometimes they're just looking forward to the end of life and what this existence here, what it's all about and what this path is and what death is. So similar to the water, they're thinkers as well. So in a nutshell, those are the five elements. And keep in mind that each element has different body parts that they have challenges with. Mm -hmm. They're ruled by different organs. They have foods and exercise and movement that are good for them, better for them than others. And they have certain body types and facial types. And the way their face and eyes and jaw and nose and body is all put together, you can, as soon as you start really getting into the five elements, you start seeing this in people and you start recognizing elements. So it's a great system because once you know your element and what other people's elements are, you understand that we don't have to become so defensive. We don't have to take things so personally in life that everybody is somewhat bound by this elemental vibration and they are going to behave a certain way under stress and act a certain way under stress. And hopefully through the five elements, we'll learn to balance our elements and be better people. That's what it's all about, just like you said at the beginning of the show, men and women being their best. That's what I love about the elements. It's fascinating. So um, let's talk a little bit about those body parts, because uh, 
my my question is, uh, I remember uh, when we you talked about like water, you said that kidneys was one of the body parts that was affected by uh, water, and then the wood had like the liver and the gallbladder, I think. Are those areas where people could have problems, or how do you see the connection between the element type and those body parts? Yes. So here's what would happen. If you walked into a Chinese physician today, and there are plenty here in the West, you can go in to somebody who is a doctor of Chinese medicine. The first thing many times that they do is figure out what your element is. So let's say you are a wood. They would look to the liver and gallbladder first before they look to other organs. And it doesn't necessarily mean that because you're a wood, you're going to have problems with your liver and gallbladder. No, you may be a wood and you may go through life and never have problems there. But that is the area of the body that that usually is challenging for the wood element. So when people study the five elements or Chinese medicine and they know they're a wood type, they're going to go easier on their liver and gallbladder. And by the way, you have a great routine in the morning for any wood type, the the detoxifying of the liver, whether it's with bentonite clay or lemon water or apple cider vinegar. Once you know your element, you start changing up your routine a little bit and helping those organs in the body. So like like water element, their organs are the kidneys and the bladder. You'll start eating foods that you know are good for the kidneys and the bladder, just kind of helping those organs along. For fire, they get four. They get the heart, the small intestine, the pericardium, which is that little sac that protects the heart, and then they get an energy system called triple warmer, which governs fight, flight, or freeze. The earth person gets the spleen and the stomach, and the metal gets the large intestine and the lungs. And it's amazing to me as I travel around the world with my mom and in our work how people will come up to me and they'll say, oh, my gosh, I've had lung issues since I was a little girl. I have a hard time breathing. I can't catch my breath. I'm coughing. And I just found out that I'm a metal element. No wonder. So people start connecting the dots very, very quickly. And then there are simple things you can do to, like I said, really support those organs. Uh, it's interesting that you said, you know, my, my daily ritual is like a wood element uh, thing. And when I did my numbers, uh, I came out and I didn't think of myself as a wood person, but that was by far the leading indicator, although metal and water were, uh, almost tied in terms of second and third and then not too much fire and, and, and earth, but, um, uh, you, you nailed it right off the bat <laughs> just based on <laughs> well, that behavior. Very, very interesting. When I was listening to you open the show, I'm listening to your voice and I thought, well, that's a very wood water voice. Just the tone of people's voices you can start uh-huh. listening to and pick up on. And then you started talking about the protocols and you used two different words. You said routine, which is very wood. Mm-hmm. Woods love routine. And then you said ritual and waters mm-hmm. really like ritual. They like to know that their routine matters, that it has meaning. <laughs> You know, I find that, you know, if I, by doing things like that, it keeps me uh, from being all over the place. It just, it, it helps. Uh, I'm not doing it to be anal, but doing stuff like that, it just works for me. And I'll try a lot of different things. And now I've found a routine that really works. And even if I feel lousy, if the second I wake up, I align myself with the right frequency for the day. And then I go through my affirmations in my mind and then do these other rituals. I will actually feel really good by within it takes about for everything, including having the shake, maybe 40 minutes and then I'm out the door. I feel great. So whether it's a wood thing or not, um, you know, that's something that works with my personality type. So as I said, and I write in my blog, I'm not saying it's for everybody, but you know, you can make routines and rituals and regimes work for you. Um, and you just have to try out and figure out what works for you. But it's interesting because, you know, wood's very like kind of cut and dry, yet I feel I try to do some things spiritually and that's 
that's more metal. And then I also feel that, you know, I do a lot of creative stuff and that's water. And uh, talk to us about how you can, uh, the individual, how our listeners can kind of, uh, besides going through the numbers, sort out who they are and how you kind of do the combinations of, because not everybody is just, I'm wood and that's it, because that would be a pretty one-dimensional person. Uh, But how they kind of can see what's the primary element and maybe the secondary element. Yes. So usually your primary element is the one you lead with most of the time. So the one you're leading with through your day at work, the one that you you feel good with, like you're saying, the routine, it works for you 40 minutes into your day, you're feeling good. I believe it's because you've aligned with your primary element of wood. Your secondary element can often come out in certain situations. This also includes your third element, certain situations behind closed doors with your family, maybe when you're relaxing at home. But keep in mind, when people go to stress, so when you have stressful moments, you may also be in your primary element, but on the challenging side of the primary element, because mm-hmm. every element has its attributes and its challenges. And so take, for instance, wood. It's, oh my gosh, a very powerful, confident person. People look at woods and they think, oh man, that person has it all together. But under stress, a wood can become very tactless. They're Mm -hmm. very direct to the point where they can hurt people's feelings and not even realize Mm -hmm. it. They can be uh, accused of being insensitive. So this is a little bit how the different combinations of the elements work. And again, sometimes, like if somebody takes a quiz to find out their elements, and you can take one at learnthefiveelements.com, if you Mm -hmm. take that quiz and you see, oh, my secondary element is fire, but I don't really feel fire. I don't, I don't see much fire in myself. Well, if you really start thinking about it, you probably pull out a little bit of your fire when you're in social situations, when you're at parties, even if it's just a little bit to, to get yourself a little bit more part of the crowd because fires love being a part of the crowd. And so this is how people can look at the combinations of elements. Okay, let's uh, help us out here again to kind of uh, crystallize it a little bit more for our listeners who uh, are going to be interested in the book. Name some, and you you name some in the book, but let's get even uh, more to like right now. Let's go through uh, some individuals who might be in a public eye right now and give us their primary, maybe what their secondary element is. I'm going to guess that, I'm going to guess Donald Trump is wood. Yes, you're correct. Donald Trump is wood. He's very, very, very wood. And (laughs) I find it very interesting to listen to and watch both Hillary and Donald because they both have wood. But here's where the combinations become interesting. Hillary also has metal and she also has earth. And so she has those Mm -hmm. two other elements that she can resource from. Donald, I don't see much more than wood. Every once in a while he has has a little metal and a little fire, but 90% of the time it's wood, 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 wood. And so you see what happens. Like you said, it becomes one-dimensional when one when a person is very strong in one element. And, and it doesn't mean you're stuck in life. It means you can study the elements and really balance your others. I'm going to tell a short story short story about my mom (laughs) my mom who has almost no metal element my mom is a fire earth so she talks like this and she loves everybody and she has blonde (laughs) hair and big blue eyes and she floats through the room and she gives lots of hugs and she smiles all the time just all the time that's my mom almost no metal But she goes into some pretty serious business situations, and she wants to be metal. She feels, and she's right, that it will help her 
in business. And so she knows a famous person who has a lot of metal, and that person is Meryl Streep. When Meryl mm-hmm. Streep isn't being a character and she's just being herself, she has quite a lot of metal. And so my mom will shut her eyes and she'll say, I'm going to be Meryl Streep today. And she goes <laughs> into the metal <laughs> element. And it's amazing. And she works with business better. She doesn't blow people over with her fiery personality, which my mom can do. <laughs> she's just very metal and so it really it does help to to know some famous people and you asked for some would you like me to name some for yes please and uh, please include I, I want you to include the godfather uh trilogy in there because you did i you know being that that's not a person it's a concept i thought that was fascinating but go ahead yes absolutely so for each element i'll i'll say some of the well-known people so for waters a lot of musicians, a lot of folk musicians, mus- musicians from the 1960s who who may have been fighting against the Vietnam War and who were writing very deep lyrics. Some of the more modern ones into the 80s and the 90s, Kurt Cobain, Stevie Nicks, going mm-hmm. back a ways, Bob Dylan, but he's still doing concerts. Mm-hmm. These are water types. Their music even when they're they're jamming out on the guitar or they have drums going, it's still a little bit more, um, the music is more hauntingly lyrical. It's a little bit slower and, and lots of incredible words to their songs. The Wood People, we already mentioned Trump. You have Simon Cowell. He's the judge mm-hmm. on TV for the singing competitions. He's very direct. He's considered kind of the mean judge. Well, if you see him on talk shows, he says, I'm not mean, I'm just truthful. And mm-hmm. a lot of Woods feel that truth and honesty is the best kindness. <laughs> Pink, the singer Pink, she says yep. that to write her music, anger is the emotion that fuels her the most. And that's very common for Wood. Each element has a different emotion that kind of governs mm-hmm. them in their life. For Wood, it's anger. Going on to fire, we have all the fun people, Ellen DeGeneres, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, all of these people who mm-hmm. say they love to make others happy. The earth people, again, your caretakers. So going back to the early 1970s on television, if everybody m- remembers Mr. Rogers and Mr. Sure. Rogers' mm-hmm. Neighborhood, yeah, he had this nice, soft voice. He wanted everyone to feel safe, and he invited us in, and he said, won't you be my neighbor? And <laughs> Pope Francis has a lot of earth. The metal people, Angelina Jolie, Benedict Cumberbatch, and you can see when I talk about these people, like Angelina Jolie and Benedict Cumberbatch, both tall, both lanky. Metals are often tall and lanky, or they look tall. So every every element has a certain body type. And then quickly, you mentioned the the Godfather. So in, in my book, The Five Elements, I talk about the movie The Godfather, and I talk about the mafia. And this isn't to scare anybody, but every organization has an elemental type. Every country has an Mm -hmm. elemental type. And the mafia is very, very wood. They're very wood. They also have other elements in there, but they believe in loyalty. They do well under pressure. They don't... They do, they do not fear conflict, whereas, so here's two elements, wood and metal. Sometimes people say, well, I'm confused between wood and metal. They both right. seem right. very, mm-hmm. yeah, they seem kind of similar. Well, one of the main differences between a wood and a metal element is that woods do not mind conflict. They're fine if there's a debate going on or an argument. They They value that. They value kind of, arguing through the conversations. I have a friend who is very good with the five elements, and she says, with Woods, it's like every little conversation is an argument, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is surprising to some other people, but that's just how Woods are. And metals do not like the conflict. So for the mafia, it's a very Wood organization and uh, very, very devoted. You're devoted to a cause. They have their causes, and and you devote your entire life to it. So that's how about yourself? 
How about yourself? My elements? Mm-hmm. My elements are wood and water, and then I have a third that comes in, and that's earth. And I'm, I'm very wood in business. I'm very wood in my work. But, oh, my gosh, when I get home, I am, I am in the hot shower or the bathtub, into my pajamas, trying to really get back to myself. Waters really need to return to themselves. They need to retreat inside to come back with some energy for the next day. So I'd say at home I'm water, in public I'm more wood. Fascinating. So uh, in terms of when you can figure out, people I think, if particularly if they go through the book and they ask themselves the questions and they do the numerical ratings, it's very easy, it's very fast, it's very simple. And uh, you'll get, I can attest to this for our listeners, that you'll figure out kind of who you are primary. You, that's just, you add up the numbers and you'll see one of them's going to stand out. And then you'll see quite a, kind of what the secondaries are. But how, which elements, I could guess, but I'd rather hear from you, Dondi, uh, for our listeners, is what, which elements get along well and which elements don't get along well and what should we look out for, even in relationships? Because I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's my wife? As I'm like, I'm prim- primarily wood, and I know she's not. She's more maybe metal, I think. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, we're still married, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're wood and she's metal, you must push each other's buttons at times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wood and metal are are each other's button pushers. There's a section of the book about the the people who get along great and the people who push each other's buttons, and that's not to say you won't have a great relationship. My mom and her husband have been together 40 years, and they are on each other's control cycle. We call it a control cycle if if you push each other's buttons. But they've, they've worked with the five elements and they say it's been a much more incredible journey to work through the elements and get along with somebody who you might not have gotten along with. So the ones that support each other, water supports wood, wood supports fire, fire with earth, earth with metal, metal with water. And you can see this, like the Mm -hmm. water will teach the wood person how to flow more. Woods turn kind of into the control freaks. So waters will help with that. The wood will help the fire with structure. Fires go all over the place and they're bopping around from relationship to relationship and job to job and everything's happy and it's all a lot of fun. Well, a wood will help them with structure in their life. The fire will help the earth and so on and so forth. And and by the way, the control cycle, even though, and I'll, let me take two people for instance the water controls the fire that's what we say the Mm -hmm. water is on the fire's control cycle and so fires will often come into a room happy hey this is great what a happy day i'm so grateful for everything oh this is a wonderful day to be alive (laughs) and the water is saying calm down Calm Mm -hmm. down, sit down. Wow, you need to calm down. And so it's like a buzzkill for the fire. But as soon as, this is the important part of this, as soon as people discover their elements and realize that they are on each other's control cycle or that Mm -hmm. they support each other, they can start predicting each other's behaviors, helping each other, not taking things so personally. It really helps you to know what to emphasize with people and what to play down on a daily basis. My sister, who is very, very earth, can get turned off by my wood because I am guided by the clock. I'm always on a timeline. I'm always rushing to the next event or project, and she just isn't. She's an earth. She's going to go with the flow. So I know that if I say to my sister, Tanya, Tanya, five minutes, we have five minutes, that is just going to string her out. It's going to make her freak out. So instead... I'm much more earth with her 45 minutes before we have to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. I remind her we have about 45 minutes and I say it in a very tender, loving voice and it helps because then people don't default to stresses. We have less fights. People have less arguments. 
And you know what? Everybody has their limitations, especially under stress. If we can start to work with people's limitations in an easy and simple way, which the five elements is, then we're going to have more ease, more sense of humor, and be less misunderstood. Speaking of which, when you mention uh, your story about you know five, 45 minutes and giving somebody a heads up, I have a three-year-old son, and it's always like, 10 more minutes, Sky, and then we're going to leave five more minutes. This way, he, you know, the transitions are handled. And you have a good section in the book about uh, kids and identifying the personality types based on the elements. Could you kind of highlight that, give us a top line of that real quick in terms of, like, what are the different types uh, for children and how then we should interface with them if you're a parent? Yes, yeah, so it's great with kids, and we all have to remember as well that kids go through their own developmental stages. So like with time, a lot of kids do not, in their brains, do not really start comprehending time until about seven years old. So it's wow. around seven or eight that we start really looking at the elements. The kids have gone through a lot of developmental stages by then, and we start looking at who they are. But it's great to know the elements for your kids because, for instance, if you have a water teenager, but you don't know they're a water, your your 13-year-old ha- used to be so loving and you used to be best friends and now your 13-year-old is going into their bedroom and locking the door and not wanting to come to dinner. Instead of taking that personally, first of all as a parent, or thinking something's wrong with the child, if they are a water type, which they probably are, then we know immediately, oh, after school, after a water type has been around lots of people, lots of crowds all day long, they have to retreat back into themselves, usually with their own music or silence, with nobody talking at them. They need to be alone. Yeah, so just knowing that, we can give them that space, and they'll probably come out of their room sooner, (laughs) and we'll get along better. Likewise, if you have a child, and this is a really big one, because so so many children go through the fire phase, And if you know that your child is a fire, then you aren't going to jump to the assumption that they have ADHD or that they need medication or when the school school comes to you and says, well, your kid is just crazy. They're jumping all over the place. Well, you know what? They may be a fire element. And it's so interesting to me that in, and this is another subject, but I love this, that countries in Finland and Sweden and Norway up in Northern Europe will allow their boys to get up from the desks every 40 minutes just to jump around and move around. And I always think, yeah, it's great. We should be doing that with fire elements. They need to move. They can't sit at a desk very long. (laughs) You know what? That's interesting. I have a three-year-old and he's just now in a pre-K three and he's, he's so advanced in terms of, you know, I said, what do you do? What did you do today? The letter B. And like, he knows the whole alphabet. So they put them into these little stations where they do this for five minutes and they move to the next thing. And he keeps getting kind of demerits, if you will, because he'll get up and run around the room because he's he's bored to tears. And uh, I could see when I picked him up last Friday, like he had this defeated look on his face. And I'm like, you know what? This is wrong because he's three and uh, you got to let kids be kids uh, because they all develop a little bit differently, but there's nothing unhealthy about what his, what his behavior is. And uh, we had a little talk with him, like had to, you know, okay, if you, you'll get another Thomas book, if you get a smiley face type of thing. And (laughs) somehow that all worked, but it really disappointed me in the school system about, you know, even at that age, how, you know, I didn't even go to school when I was three, but it seems like, too structured, too repressive, unless you're Montessori or something like that. And it's really, our society is really rough on kids. Very rough on kids. The school system, the Western school system is based on a metal wood model. And metal and wood are very structured, very routine, and they tend to put people into boxes of everybody will be doing the same thing. And then we'll start at a certain time, we'll end at a certain time. Exactly. Yeah, many kids, especially fire kids, 
they are not going to be in that rhythm. And that's what the five elements is. Everybody has their own rhythm. And, oh, my heart goes out to your son. At three years old, he should be jumping up and down and running around. <laughs> I know. I don't want to have his wings clipped. Um, so I'm carefully, we want him to succeed in the environment where he is until we move him to someplace else. But, uh, you know, you don't want to see, you want to pick up some kid and you see him, like, not be happy. You want it to be like, today was great. So anyhow, we set up some success systems for him and he's hitting them. And like the other day I picked him up, he had like small, four smiley faces. He's like, I get a new Thomas book. I get a new Thomas book. I get a new Thomas. He said it like five times to me on the way home. And I was so happy. I'm like, you're right. You get ice cream too. Ice cream, Thomas book. You want, you want them to be enthused. You know, at three, you don't want kids to be defeated. Anybody, a human being, like, come on. But anyhow, um, Dondi, your book is fantastic. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's the old it has become new and uh, you've, it's breakthrough and it's fun to read. It's fun to do the exercises in the book and figure out who's who. And I highly recommend it to everybody. The name of the book is The Five Elements. Understand yourself and enhance your relationships with the wisdom of the world's oldest personality type system. Tell us, uh, our listeners, where they can find you and the book and social media and all that kind of stuff. Yes, so on my website, you can go to learnthefiveelements.com. I have my schedule there. I'm going to be doing a book signing in San Diego in November. I'll be in Portland, Oregon doing some book signings. And find me on Facebook, The Five Elements, and take your test. Go find out what your element is and keep in touch. It's so exciting. It's a key to life, and you're going to love it. Great. Are you on Twitter? I am not on Twitter. It's the last so, horizon for me. <laughs> get on there because it has a bigger reach and uh, uh, it's a great way to get out there. And I was going to, you know, uh, tag you on my posts for the promos, but I, I saw you weren't on Twitter. So get on there, Don. Okay. As, as a good wood said to me, get on there. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a pleasure to meet you. And thank you so much for coming on the show, Guys Guys Radio. And thank you for your wonderful book. And you seem like a really nice, wonderful person. So thanks. Thank you, Robert. It's been my pleasure. All right. Okay, folks, that's our show for this evening. Dondi Dolan, the book is The Five Elements, a thoroughly enjoyable book, fun to read, uh, fun to incorporate into your life. And uh, again, we try to bring you the best information for you to chew on and think about for, on Guys Guys Radio. And we have everybody from sports personalities, entertainers, relationship experts, and a lot of metaphysical authors uh, who are here to help you. And it's been, I've gotten a free education uh, hosting the show and getting to know all these wonderful people. And I'm so super uh, appreciative of them and also of my audience. And I thank you and uh, check out the podcast again whenever you want. And it's on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. So we're going to see you next week. And remember, as I always say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>